All right, welcome to episode one of the Change Your Frequency podcast with me, your host, Mandy Little. I am so excited to do this and open up with this first episode. I'm just going to introduce myself and talk a little bit more about why I'm hosting a podcast, what you can expect in future episodes, um, just a little bit about my story and who I am. For those of you who don't know me and for those of you who do know me, um, we're going to get really real on here. And my intention is to dive deep and get really raw and real with my story and just share my truth, all of it, the good, bad, the ugly, everything because I really do think that it has value. I think it has value to share your story. And I think that, you know, all of us, this whole being human thing is just weird. Like it's not just normal for anybody. It's weird. Like it's weird that we're all here and we don't just run around being like, yay, like it's such a thrill every day to be a human because nobody, nobody lives like that. And, you know, well, maybe sometimes we're like that. Yeah. Sometimes it's really fun being a human, but it's not always like sometimes it's just really weird or really stressful or really gross. (laughs) (laughs) um, I just want to talk about all of it and I don't want to hold anything back. I want to speak my truth on here and let's get into it. So first of all, I am 25 years young. I live in California, Southern California. I'm originally from Minnesota, Minneapolis, Minnesota, represent the Midwest. Um, if anybody from my Midwest fam is listening right now, I love y'all. The Midwest people are the best. They're amazing. And especially all of my people in Minnesota, I love you so much. I hate living 2,000 miles away from you, but I despise the cold weather and not seeing the sun for eight months. So California is where I belong. Um, I moved here about two years ago, right in the start of the pandemic. Um, I'm a massage therapist and yoga instructor. I love to hike. I love to travel. I love seeing nature. I love being in nature. Um, I love to work out. I'm super active. I love the ocean. I love going to the beach. I love the sun. I love the sun so much. Like you have to, if you live in California, because you get sun pretty much every single day, which is fabulous for anyone's mental health. Um, It does get a little hot here. It does get a little hot, Um, but I'm a lizard. I'm fine with the heat. I would rather be covered in sweat, dripping, and just fully cooking my entire body from the inside out than shovel snow ever again. Um, So that's just where I'm at with that. I live in something called the Inland Empire. If you're not from California, you might not know what that is, but basically I'm like, an hour away from everything. The mountains, the ocean, the desert, Joshua trees, like an hour and a half for me. Um, I love that. It's very convenient. That's really one of the main reasons that I love living in California because I can just explore nature all the time. Growing up in the Midwest, everything is flat. There's no mountains to explore and hike. And there's just a totally different terrain up there so 
and you definitely don't have the ocean. You're definitely really far from the ocean. So that was a huge change. So yeah, I love California. It's definitely felt more like home to me than anywhere else that I've traveled across the United States. And it's definitely my home for right now and for the indefinite future. So happy to be here. I miss all my people back in the Midwest. I will hopefully be back to visit at some point soon. Maybe before it snows? Question mark? We'll see. But either way, um, maybe we'll go back in time a little bit here and I'll kind of share my story from more of the beginning, more or less. Um, yeah, like I said, I grew up in Minnesota. Um, two parents, my mom and dad were married, still are. Um, my whole childhood. I had one little brother, 18 months younger than me, Tommy. Love you, bro, bro. He still lives in Minnesota. Um, my whole family still lives in Minnesota. <laughs> and I talk to them all the time. We're super close. I think, honestly, my relationship with my family got closer when I moved away. Um, so that's interesting, even though the guilt of moving away eats me alive sometimes. I keep in touch. I do a really good job of keeping in touch with them. So I love that. Families forever. I feel super blessed to still have both my parents. And they're awesome. Shout out mom and dad. I love you. And yeah, so I grew up in the church. I think that's a fun part of my story since this podcast is going to be a lot about um, spirituality and the spiritual journey. I consider myself an extremely spiritual person. Um, although I do not subscribe to the Christian religion anymore. I grew up in the church, super heavily involved in the church. I think that, you know, that maybe caused some trauma, but it was also really fun. I have a lot of good memories about growing up in the church and going to church camp and <sighs> lots of good friendships formed there. Um, I went to public school my whole life. Um, which was cool. I wasn't really like super involved in anything at school besides like cheerleading, hockey cheerleading even randomly enough. Um, I only ever tried out for it because one of my friends wanted to do it and she's like, will you do this with me? And then we both tried out together and I made it and she didn't. And I was like, ooh, this is awkward. But I was like weirdly all of a sudden really excited to do it. So I still just did it. And so I did that for three years <laughs> in high school. Um, also, if you're not from Minnesota, you're probably like, what is a hockey cheerleader? Because they do not have that everywhere. But basically, we would put on figure skates and go out on the ice in between periods and do these like little figure skating routines. And it was actually like pretty cute. Um, it was also like fully made fun of by everybody who would watch hockey. Like we were the laughing stock. And... I definitely fell on the ice multiple times <laughs> during hockey games. It was it was really fun though. <laughs> I had a really good time, honestly. <laughs> I would say that I was a pretty good student up until about junior year of high school. I got pretty good grades. I took like some pre-AP like sort of college courses and I felt like I was like doing pretty good in school until about junior year of high school when I started smoking way too much weed and drinking at way too young of an age and partying 
and just skipping school all the time. Um, I skipped so much school my junior and senior year of high school. I literally thought I was not going to graduate. It's honestly a miracle that I did. Um, I was like less, I was at my classes less than I was not. There was one class in particular that I skipped so many times that when I was there, the teacher would be like, oh, wow, you decided to show up today. Um, For anybody who's listening that maybe was in that class, it was my seventh period English class with Mr. Baki. Um, Because seventh period, like, why am I going to stay that late? I'm going to ditch out early. That was my thoughts because I'd rather go smoke weed in the parking lot or do whatever weird thing that I thought was cool at the time. Um... So that's really unfortunate because now I look back and if I could do it all over again, I'm like, oh my gosh, I would literally take advantage of every free college class I could take and (laughs) graduate with like an associate's degree. But nope, Uh, I was too cool for that at the time. So, but anyways, I graduated high school. I did. I, I freaking did it. Miraculously graduated high school and um didn't really have a plan of what was going to happen after graduation so i did what a lot of people i know did and went straight to community college thinking well i'll just you know get some credits and then somewhere along the way maybe figure out what i want to do with my life um that turned into just like a lot of partying (laughs) and not really figuring out what I wanted to do with my life, just fully partying all the time, living the college dream. Even though I was going to community college and living with my parents, I was heading to the university every weekend and partying. And um, I was really living the fantasy of like that whole college experience and just partying and whatever. And then... After a year of community college, I, well, actually, okay, yeah, I did one year of community college, and then I started my third semester, and that was around the time I tried psychedelic mushrooms for the first time, and it was such a life-changing experience for me. It was like, All of a sudden, I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. That wasn't clear at the time, but I knew for certain that I did not want to keep going to community college. I was like, this is a waste of my time. I don't know what the plan is, but I know it's not this. And that was like the beginning of when I feel like I started to really think outside the box of whatever I had been conditioned to believe growing up. And... I dropped out of school right away, dropped out and spent like the next (laughs) year of my life just fully free spiriting it, going to music festivals, doing all the psychedelic drugs, meeting people, um, all while just like working at Olive Garden. That was my job, Um, serving tables, making my money so that I could go party and go to my music festivals and raves and all that good stuff and I just was living the hippie child dream I felt like I was just fully experiencing everything life had to offer me at the time (laughs) and during this exploratory um free-spirited stage of my life 
I met my ex-wife, who is a whole nother story for another time. But basically, I met her at 20. We spent like an entire year just going to music festivals together. And along the way of that first year, I kind of had another awakening. I hurt myself in my serving job (laughs) because I was burning the candle at both ends, partying too hard and working, carrying these big heavy trays. I got a shoulder injury and I couldn't work. And I was like, something's wrong with me. I've never felt physical pain before. I'm 20. I'm young and invincible. Um, And so I'm like, my back hurts. I'm going to go to the chiropractor. So I went to this chiropractor and there was a massage therapist there and I still don't remember who she was and she probably has no idea that she totally changed my life. But I, before the chiropractor even worked on me, I like laid down on this table and she massaged me for like five minutes on my shoulder and it literally did something to me. Like whatever points she pushed, the pain was completely gone. She completely fixed what was happening. And I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. I was like, oh my gosh, like I love you. Thank you so much. And I was like, do you love doing this job? And she's like, dude, it's the best job ever. And I was like, really? And she's like, yeah, I mean, you get to help people and people tell you how much they love you all day. Like, it's amazing (laughs) making people feel good. (laughs) And of course I'm like, I want to make people feel good. (laughs) And so it was like that day just like sparked it for me, the passion. And I went and toured massage schools like that following week, I think. I wasted no time. Started school. um, Did a year-long full-time massage training and just fell in love. I fell in love with the human body. I got sober. Um, I got sober and focused on school and it gave me so much like purpose and passion and direction in my life. And I got straight A's. I did amazing in school. And it was just, it was a beautiful experience. And being in the massage world, in the wellness world now, um, you know, I had been in the spiritual world of sorts with the psychedelic, rave community, all of that good stuff. Um, But I hadn't really started to incorporate the actual wellness side of it yet and actually taking care of your body and learning about the way that the body, the human body works through massage school really like skyrocketed my interest and in wanting to take care of myself and wanting to preserve this vessel and actually take care of me and not fill myself with drugs all the time and I kind of realized that some of these tools that helped me to open my mind and experience I don't know really cool things I had started to abuse them and beautiful things like a music festival had become like more of an escape for me and more of a party than um like this cool experience so you know, I got sober and I just started to love what I did. I loved it. I loved it so much. I poured everything into my clients and yeah, I worked my butt off. And in 2020, March, 2020, um, we got our group of friends together and we moved out to California and started over in the middle of a pandemic. (laughs) 
And in the past couple years of being here, um, so many beautiful things have happened. So many beautiful things. I've met so many beautiful people. Um, but last year in May, I randomly out of nowhere, um, (laughs) went into the ER because I thought I was like constipated. I was having abdominal pain for like 24 hours, pretty severely. And finally went to the ER. I'm like, I guess I'm not just constipated. Um, and they found a grapefruit sized cyst on my left ovary and another cyst on my right ovary that was like two inches. And basically we're like, we have to do emergency surgery, but you're going to be good. Um, we're just going to quick go in through these little tiny holes and you'll be home. Well, there was some mishaps (laughs) in my surgery. And when I was in the post-operative care unit, I almost lost all the blood in my body. I was given 12 blood transfusions and they had to open me up and do another emergency surgery. And I basically had a total near-death experience and it was extremely traumatic, but also honestly a gift in hindsight. That whole story is going to be a story for another episode of the podcast. (laughs) But, um... That was crazy and life-changing for me and brought me into this even deeper spiritual awakening of like how easy it is for us to die and just realizing and really embodying and understanding like our mortality. Um, That was super intense. And then I was in so much pain recovering from this surgery. They cut me open hip to hip. And if you have had your abdominal muscles cut before anyone, you understand that it affects every other inch of your body. I was in so much pain and dysfunction. And I had went from being like the fittest I had ever been in my life, hiking like every day, just outside, just exploring, doing swimming all the time to barely being able to do like a one mile hike without just so much pain all over and I decided you know I wanted to do something about it and I had always really enjoyed yoga um, but I had never really made it a consistent practice I was more of like a poser honestly I I was more of like a wannabe yogi and I would like do my little YouTube yoga videos and I thought like the yoga aesthetic was super pretty and whatever and like cool but I had never really had the self-discipline to commit to a practice. And so (laughs) in November of last year, this yoga studio near my house has a special that's $30 for 30 days for new clients. And basically, (laughs) I asked my roommate, Amber, I was like, do you want to do this with me? And I kind of like wasn't even really sure if she would say yes, but I thought in my mind, like this is going to help me stick to it if I have an accountability partner, which of course it did. And to my surprise, she was like, yeah, I'm totally down. And so in that month of November, I think we maybe missed one or two of the 30 days, but we went almost every single day. We both fell deeply in love with the yoga practice. It completely transformed my body and my relationship to my body. Like I went from being in so much pain, I could barely function to being in zero pain at all. And that was the only modality that I used for healing was yoga. And so 
I, I fell in love. I fell in love with the practice. I became dependent on the practice. Like yoga became my religion essentially. And that yoga studio became my church. And I have still been going consistently ever since. Um, so yeah, that ignited another passion in me to become a yoga instructor because I want to be able to hold that space for healing for people. And I just think that the practice of yoga is so beautiful. It helped me in so many more ways than just the physical. It helped me with my self-esteem, my connection to myself, loving myself, loving my body, um, my relationship to my body, everything. Honestly, the self-discipline was the biggest thing. Like proving to myself that I could keep a promise to myself boosted my self-love so much so that it had a domino effect over everything else in my life. And what transpired in the months after I started doing yoga consistently was, you know, life-changing. I went through a divorce from a super abusive relationship. And just throughout that whole experience, the practice of yoga has supported me and just continue to transform me um this past year of 2022 has been just a reclamation of my personal power and finding my own voice and it's just been empowering and painful and transformative and beautiful and just such a period of deep deep surrender and trust in the universe and it has strengthened my spirituality so much i'm super grateful to have this more intimate way of sharing my journey with you guys and my journey to independence for the first time in my adult life and stepping into my personal power and starting a podcast and teaching something that I love so much yoga and just continuing to find more ways to spread the love on this planet because we have such a short time here and it's literally like we're in the middle of space on a rock like I I love you and thank you for being here so coming full circle to and the brief synopsis of my life story. Um, yeah, I will be covering all types of different topics on this podcast, all under the umbrella of spirituality, wellness, self-improvement, um, because that's my journey. That's my world. That's what I'm passionate about. And that's what I want to talk about. Um, Thank you for listening. If you made it this far, you're awesome. I really appreciate your support. And I really hope that you got something out of this, maybe. Um, this was more of just like a get to know you episode. And we will dive deeper in the following chapters. If you have any specific questions, don't hesitate to reach out to me. You can find me on TikTok, Instagram, um, 
If you have any specific questions that you think would be cool to cover on the podcast, any topics, um, don't hesitate to reach out as well because if you're listening to this, then you're who I'm doing this for. And I would love to be able to elaborate on anything that you want to hear. So once again, thanks. And that's going to conclude episode one of the Change Your Frequency podcast.